Hello, and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters back again after a week away. This week, we are talking about what we intended to talk about before our unexpected break, which was just the first episode. There have now been two of HBO's The Gilded Age. Actually, probably three as of tonight. Oh, yeah, three as of tonight. Oh, I got work to do. Absolute murderer's row of a cast. Okay, and you know what my favorite thing about it is? What? kind of boring it's very boring <laughs> yeah. in fact yeah um but i like it uh-huh. it's peaceful that's that's very much how downton abbey is like the from episode to episode you're like nothing really happens hbo loves There's to do just a sort show of that's minor sort of points. like a low hum yeah <laughs> you know i love it like it's, enlightenment it's so peaceful yeah oh. like oh, oh sort of nothing happened except for that god the gemstones this season has been action-packed the gemstones stresses me out and i actually also would like to talk about that yeah happily in a moment but we were we are watching the gilded age yes and but before we talk about that we have yes. a custom here which is to sync up bitch mm-hmm. what have you been up to well uh, I'll keep it to, I guess... Um, we have some shared... Yeah, I was. I will say... To discuss. I mean, I don't really don't have amazing pop culture updates. Well, we, we went on a little bit of a Kubrick mini-thon oh, this weekend. Okay. As you probably know, The Shining mm, is do. Craig's um, favorite movie. personality. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> whole thing. This is whole thing. Yeah, this bitch had the temerity this week. He's had, like... Um, the shining carpet background mm-hmm. on his phone phone as long as you've known him probably. yeah yeah absolutely and Did you change it no it's still okay. there and he was like oh i might uh i might make my ringtone not a thing uh <laughs> the the shining uh score soon too and i was like hey do you know that um like half the time you're my phone background uh, <laughs> something to consider <laughs> fyi fyi i guess i care about you about as much as you care about the film the shining <laughs> um Golly. anyway he favorite movie i have a mental disorder where i have to watch clockwork orange every few years or i'll die i've never seen it it's so upsetting like you're gonna be upset that i watched it intentionally yeah. more than once well you know i mean you and i've recently discussed how we'll probably go back and watch gothic again definitely but this Terrible. is like you know but this it's is like rather violent yeah but it is it's so good it's got Danita Vito in it yeah uh, clockwork orange yeah no seen it. Uh, one he's in one over the, the cuckoo's. cuckoo's nest yeah yeah uh, this is yeah, Malcolm guess, McDowell, the ex Mr. Mary Steen virgin, and he uh, lost. And he lost. Yeah, I thought he was. He has the kind of face that I found very cute as a teenager, though. Yeah, with very I, goofy features. You told me this, and I looked him up, and I was like, oh. I'm, I'm disgusted with myself. Oh boy, I get it. I think yeah. that, I think that probably came up when we were talking about Evan Peters because they yeah. look exactly the yeah. same. I mean, not trying to yuck anyone's yum. No, you can yuck my yum on but that. I know I'm wrong. unusual looking fellow. It's, it's like how Jenny Cobb knows that she was a nasty kid for wanting, <laughs> was it like Burger oh, King mayonnaise. fries and mayo? That's actually very European of her though. It was chic, but like demanding it from Burger King is not the move. <laughs> I think Burger King was the only one that had packets of mayonnaise. Oh my God. That was her priority was the packet of mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. Strategy. Well, and That's, to be fair, she lived, Burger King was, like, closer to her than McDonald's was. It makes all the difference in the world when you're 10. <laughs> That's proximity. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like what your parents are going to run you exactly. by on the way home from it's things. It's, like, hard enough you know? to make that sell. Yeah. And to ask them to go across town. Yeah. No, they're not going to do that. No, I mean, like, it would have just been a straight, like, you know, back three minutes on Gosling. So she's, like, a victim of geography, really. Yeah, absolutely. That's, it could have been us. Because there really weren't you that gotta many. you got to count your blessings. Yeah. There weren't that many McDonald's in the Woodlands. Yeah, there was the one in Panther Creek. stone's throw away from oh, one. Oh, boy. <laughs> boy, we sure did make use of it. I'll tell you that much. I actually... I have brand loyalty I do, I do have to like McDonald's. deep brand loyalty yeah, to McDonald's. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, like, always rooting for them. Well, because when I... Was, <laughs> Even though, like, it's a giant, huge, No, and they're, like, probably super evil. But, yeah, like, absolutely. at the same time... Yeah, yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about the fries. Right. The well, iced coffee's pretty good, too. Yeah. Well, and, like... Run you like a river. When the... Oh, that's good to know. When the conversation of, like, you know, is it McDonald's or Burger King or it's Wendy's or whatever... It's just... It's always going to be McDonald's. Wendy's is a decently close second because their burgers taste real. Yeah. Well, they're square, though. But that's, like, an artistic choice. I feel like And a very, very smart economic choice. You know what's another thing that's very unusual? I feel like the girls on TikTok have recently been talking about the... Remember the sort of green room aesthetic of... Or greenhouse aesthetic of, like, the back room of a Wendy's? Yeah. What was that about? It was awesome. It was, like, What an unusual choice. At, like, a courtyard inn. Yeah, it really mm-hmm. was. It was exactly that same experience. Those are so haunted. Yeah, <laughs> you very... You about that? Very haunted. Do you feel that sometimes, like, you... Uh, you, you remember a place. You and find like, oh. yourself there mentally yeah. for a long time at a <laughs> yes. courtyard inn. 
Oh, no, I, I was going to say at the little green room part of a... Oh, no, I, um, you know what? I think the courtyard had probably imprinted on me. Green room, that's Traumatically. Right. Greenhouse. Uh, because of that time mom and dad got stuck in an elevator. Oh, damn, I don't remember that. Oh, yes, I do. They yes, were stuck I in do. like a glass elevator. suites. Whatever, it was the kind Embarrassed. Of- <laughs> Material ball! Uh, it was like the kind of hotel where it was like, you know, you're you're facing each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm sort of a tubular kind of thing and then that was such a thing in the 90s it was such a thing what was that mom and dad were in a clear elevator that got stuck and then they, and we could see them yeah and because they called from the elevator there's no. a phone in there and they called <laughs> us and they were like hey mom and dad are stuck in the elevator now don't panic but we can't get out here because if it starts at the wrong time it'll cut us in half like mom you know mom did that classic thing where she was like I guess this is the right amount of information to give a kid. <laughs> and it was always like 30% too much. Was it when I was like 12 and you were like 7? Yeah, so it was just like you and okay, I were sitting there. There's probably own. like a Frasier episode running in the <laughs> background. And we were both like, cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you don't get cut in half. <laughs> keep me posted on your progress. <laughs> keep me posted. Oh, wow. Trails. Rather far afoot. But anyway, <laughs> all this to say... We watched um, 2001 A Space Odyssey and Eyes Wide Shut for the first time. Oh, yucky. Um, Was it yucky? Eyes Wide Shut? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny is that they marketed it, if you like watch the trailer. Yeah. They, they act like it's going to be a steamy thriller. Yeah. And like, Was it no, not? not really. It's just yeah, about it's, swingers? or No, it's... Um, it's a it's a like sex party or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. three days in the uh, life of this doctor to the very rich. Okay, um, just Tom Cruise and his wife Nicole Kidman. They like live. And they were married at the time. Yeah, they live in an apartment on uh, on Central Park. So he's like rich, rich, rich. Okay, their apartment's huge. Okay. Um, but like first night they go to one of his patients, like one of his very well connected patients' parties. Uh huh. They both kind of flirt with other people. And then they go home, and Nicole Kidman gets too high and starts telling him about, like, a graphic fantasy she had about a stranger, and it upsets him, and he has to, like... Damn. Anyway, it's... They're kind Wasn't of... this, like, towards the end of their marriage? Like, I feel like yeah, it's been yeah. cited as a reason that they got divorced. Yeah. This movie. Well, and I then... I think it seems psychically upsetting to make with your spouse. Right. Yeah. He runs into an old friend who gives him the in on some kooky party that he... Like, he's a pianist, and he was like, yeah, they had me play blindfolded, but it looks like a pretty freaky party. Oh. And so he, like, gets the password and, like, a hat or, like, a costume and decides to sneak into this secret society party. Yeah. Which is, like creepy creepy sex cult like and rich you guys have too oh, much time on like, your hands it it's was disgusting. nasty well and apparently this came out before anyone really knew about like weinstein or epstein, epstein yeah and so everyone was like that's kind of weird and then like Ugh. you watch it now and you're like oh like i was unnerved the yeah, rest I'm of the certain. evening i've seen Im- like stills of the masks in it and it does freak me well, out Well, and he's such a damn good director that it's yeah. like it's worth the watch right but like He's so unnerving. Right. Like, it wasn't scary, really, in any way, but, like, I did not sleep good that night. I bet you didn't. Anyway, that's what I've sort of been up to, is just sort of watching <laughs> Kubrick movies. Kubrickian. Yeah, Kubrickian. Um, but apart from that, I guess I'll open the floor. Uh, <laughs> to discuss our shared trauma. Our shared trauma. Of late. <laughs> oh, my God. So the reason Mercury we were Mercury retrograde out, hit us like a freight train. <laughs> this absolute... I, I simply... At one point, was like, it's overwrought. The writer's room. <laughs> you guys, is enough. It, is it damn sweeps week? <laughs> I, I hit that point. I texted you and mom about it last week. There was also, I'll get to it. But yeah. So, so to start the story, I guess, this is going to sound very sad. It's, it's, it is sort of sad, but not. In- it's sad, but keep a sense of proportion. Right, I suppose, exactly. Because we're older and we expected it. But our right. grandfather passed. Yes. And so we flew. Uh, on, on relatively short notice yes. to uh, South Carolina uh-huh. for the funeral. Our parents got a hotel in mm-hmm. Greenville. Cute mm-hmm. little town. Greenville, adorable, by the way. Very cute. Yeah. No complaints. Um, and <laughs> the travel experience <laughs> at every turn <laughs> was like a fresh kick in the shins. <laughs> I'm so thankful. So Molly thought to bring a little herbal refreshment. Yeah. What I, I was like trying not to conclude... Cu- 
the Lyft driver that was driving us to the airport and on the fact that we were ingesting drugs yeah. <laughs> actively in her presence. So I like perhaps use the corniest term possible and I was like, our plant medicine <laughs> it's fully a gummy of Delta. And it was I had not had that particular one before, but boy, boy I, howdy, I had a great time. I, oh we my were sitting God. there eating eating like some tacos. I had tacos and I can't it remember. It was like had. the debris po boy of <laughs> edibles. I'm like, did it all sink to the bottom? <laughs> it was I I remember sitting across from you and we were like that like food court area and I was like, whoo. Yep. <laughs> and I got up to go get a few snacks. You were answering some emails. I was like, let me get some peanut butter M&Ms. And for some reason, the fact that there were four different available <laughs> sizes of peanut butter M&Ms in this gift shop. Something about like late stage capitalism was really giving me the goofs. We, and I was you like, and I laughed so hard about... <laughs> The, the M&M's experience. Well, yeah. Yeah, oh, and comfort minus our seats where they chopped a few spare inches off. You're going to have to get out and push. <laughs> yeah, we like spent as little as possible on this because I also want to be clear. I, I can't believe there's not more consumer protection Mm-mm. for... I mean, I can. For airlines? For airlines, because it's like, this is a criminal enterprise. You continue to take my money, and you treat me with, like, less respect than you would give, I don't know, dirt. Like, the seats, they they don't grow. Fast and loose, fast and loose with the timing on everything, too. Yeah. So It's whenever we get there, we get there. Absolutely. So So if you have a connecting flight, good luck. Good luck. So we were supposed to have, like, a 30-minute, 45-minute layover in Atlanta. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, as we're landing in Atlanta, that's when the gummies wear off. And I'm like, well, I'm very sober now. I know. And then we had to go to Bobby Flay's Burger Paradise. <laughs> yeah. It, our, our delay, it ended up being like three hours in the Atlanta airport. So we missed dinner. Wait, parents, was it Palace or Paradise? Palace. Bobby's I keep Burger calling it. I've called it no less than 20 <laughs> times. Bobby Flay's Burger Paradise. He also called it like his <laughs> Burger, Bobby's Burger barn or something it was something that would have made more sense but i was like I, my brain can't comprehend it it was like such a mid experience so mid. we like split this like chickpea salad and like some french fries which we like, like something well, about eating it with a plastic fork too it's like would do you want to spit in it too like it's so insulting it's so insulting like several other restaurants were closed and then so we, and like, we had just been eating so many like salty, goofy snacks. So I was like, I'm not even that hungry, but I feel like I should eat a meal. Like a vegetable needs to pass yes. through these lips. And our parents were like at dinner with our aunt and uncle at this like nice Belgian restaurant. So they ended up getting our food to go. That was good. That was good food. That was Lindsay better had, than it like, had any right to be. two hours to kill in Atlanta. <laughs> and we thought that our connecting flight was out of the like old busted uh, concourse. Is that what it, or not yeah, concourse, yeah. Uh, terminal. And so that's where so we, we hung just out. stayed there at Bobby's Burger know, Palace. Burger, <laughs> burger experience. Burger heaven. <laughs> um, I, we went to the Kiehl's store. I spent no less than $17 on, <laughs> on a, a small, small travel size spray. Oh, it smells so good. It does smell so good. I'm going to have to get that, some. Um, is it like Chinese ginger? Or gin- it's like yeah. ginseng cactus or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Oh my God. And then we realized the connecting flight was actually in like the gorgeous Mall of America terminal. A much chicer experience. We realized that about mm, 10 minutes before boarding. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. So we get on there and then we land. We're just like deliriously tired. We don't get, we don't land until like 10.30. Yeah, in Greenville at 10.30. And then like some palling around with mom and dad. The funniest thing to me, like dad just is like a gremlin at night. Yeah. Like, he yeah. had like... <laughs> the CPAP on and just kind of like, huh? Yeah, and uh. he tries to talk through. He sounds like Bane. It's so good. But he like, like spilled a little bit of red wine <laughs> on the hose, like on the floor. But then, this is a nice hotel, by the way. <laughs> and didn't realize, I guess, that it landed on his CPAP hose. And then he takes that <laughs> thing and just freaking Petey Pablo like <laughs> waving it around like a helicopter Jackson Pollock all over Jackson the Pollock the entire sheets and when I bring it to his attention that he's actually created art he's like oh huh didn't like wouldn't care to notice and mom just crawls right in like girl ask for more <laughs> you don't have to sleep this way we oh so we ended up we were supposed to be there for one night, and we have some tales about... We ended up being there a second night, if you could believe it. Yeah, we, like, 
hauled ass. Oh, well, I should also say that before all of this, the backdrop before any of this, too, is that between booking the flights and actually leaving, my oldest daughter caught a stomach bug. Oh, right. She came home from school on Tuesday. You and Brooke came over. We hadn't seen Brooke in, like, two weeks. So we're like, we're going to hang out with Brooke, yay! And then Parker texts me, like, hey, Matilda just threw up. And I was like, oh, great. And so I was like, Am, are we going to... Because, like, the last time we had a stomach bug, each of us got it. It was just her. It just stopped with her. Thank God. But I was up with her all night that night, and she was puking. And then so I had to call the school and say, like, she's not coming in today. And then apparently so many kids got sick that day that they said, school's canceled for two, two more days. So, like, Parker was supposed to watch the kids <laughs> Thursday and Friday, but he was like, oh, they'll be at school. I'll just, like, pick them up. Matilda's school is just all the way canceled. So... Um, the her- absolute state of things. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid. One of Tig's um, Girl Scout friends' moms was telling me that she's in the same class as Matilda. She said that um, apparently that Wednesday that Matilda was out, only seven kids from her class of 21 showed up that morning. <gasps> and by the afternoon, there were three. Oh, my God. At one point, there were 10 children simultaneously throwing up in the nurse's office. Oh, my God. And I think they were like, we can't you know do what? <laughs> We can't. There's so not they, enough sawdust in the world. <laughs> so they had to have the school, like, deep, like specially deep cleaned and then, like, oh examined <laughs> over the weekend. <laughs> because it was that virulent. Like, they were, like, and, like, they did um, online class on Thursday and Friday. And Tig's teacher could not even make it to virtual teaching because no, she was, like. she was hurling so much. <laughs> it was so bad. Like, oh, my God. Well, blessedly, but, that one missed you. I think we've got to oh count our W's where we can here. <laughs> I was so sure that I was going to get it because I was, like, laying in bed with can Matilda the whole night. layering diarrhea yeah. or vomiting onto that onto trip? Onto that whole experience. And the whole time I'm sitting next to you knowing I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah, we're in, we're in Greenville. We wake up the next morning, like, get to have a nice little, like, you know, southern breakfast at this little mm-hmm. place. Go to try to get these chocolates. The, our papa used to send us them every Valentine's Day. They, like, burned on our memory. We're like, they're from this cute little store. We got to go get them. Our parents had tried the day before when they landed. And there's a sign on the door that was like, we had to leave due to a medical emergency. So we were like, oh, shit. Well, we'll try it again tomorrow. Who, Same signs there, girl. God knows how long that mm-hmm. sign has been up or how long it will It occurred to us that this emergency might have happened six months ago, right. for all we know. So um, then... We go to Tanner's Big Orange, which is my our grandmother used to get this incredible like orange. I used to think of it as juice. Is not. It's like orange. I don't think legally you can call it juice. <laughs> like orange punch. What's almost. the What's the drink in um, Idiocracy? It's what plants yeah. create. <laughs> Rondo. Rondo. <laughs> it's very like that. Um, and this place, like their whole thing is that like everything inside is orange, like all these tchotchkes mm-hmm. and stuff. I thought it was kind of charming, but it was like definitely a lot shabbier than I remember. Right. Um. So we like. Get some of this punch. We're like so excited. Molly's about to take a sip. And she's like, oh, real quick, is there any Red 40 in this? And the girl doesn't even have to ask. She goes, oh, yeah, all of our punches have. Yep. I, Every you know flavor. what? Let me tell you something. Every time I ask that question in Austin, they're like, oh, I've never heard of that. Is it bad? Well, let me go look. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you absolute like Coons. ancient grain babe in the woods. <laughs> you get to, <laughs> you get to that part of the country and they're like, absolutely. It's in the food pyramid. I can point to it. Yeah, absolutely. Map. Right there. That's where the Red 40 is. Oh my God. So yeah, it's mined locally. Right. Um, <laughs> so major, the chief export is Red, Red 40. 40. So um, Molly can't have that. So we go to our, our papa's funeral it was sweet, but, like, we're, like, on our way out there. We don't even get to go to the graveside service because we're, like, we got a bust ass to get yeah. back to the airport for our flight. A very, very cute look to have the city girls <laughs> sort of just step out. Yeah, I absolutely. I bored, so I left. <laughs> so I left. And my uncle's, like, tricked out Jeep. Like, that was the... That was, <laughs> like, the feeling out there. <laughs> material girl it was very like that like in these like nice brown leather seats and this like clean white jeep that's like uplifted i'm like life is a hard work (laughs) gotta go later bitches (laughs) so we get to the airport we get our dinner we change out of our funeral clothes like in the bathroom and i couldn't believe our fortune i had like that we made it there just in time yeah i had like a nice hearty chick-fil-a i had qdoba which i'm sorry i shouldn't tell the girls well there were two choices those were the only two choices yeah and qdoba's way like definitely more homophobic i've heard it was like pretty (laughs) 
middling. It was pretty mid. Yeah. They think she thinks she's Chipotle, but she's nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. And the thing is, is like, you know, if I'm if I'm in for a penny, I'm in for Right. If I'm gonna have to eat something that's stupid, it might as well be Chick-fil-A. Might as well be Chick-fil-A. I love those fries. They're very good fries. Mm -hmm. Um, so we go hang out at our at our gate. Thinking it's just going to be a... They, we get there and it's like Once 20 again, minute delay. had a little plant medicine. <laughs> they, they said 20 minute delay. We're like, that's fine. You know what? I can be reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. And we board. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oopsies, another 20 minutes. Could be as much as 50. We're hoping <coughs> that's don't not panic. the case. Don't panic. But, you know, because it could be up to 50, and I don't think it will be. But, <laughs> but because just because. it does. If you want to get off, get some water, you know, yeah. go to Hudson News. The guy kept saying that, go to Hudson News. That's the only like, thing there was to do. a sweetheart deal with them. It's like right yeah. across from our gate. Yeah, it's a tiny airport. So, but... He thought you could just sort of casually get off and then get back on again. Because he's never flown a plane before, I, I suppose. So. And the Southwest women, the the like people that were at the gate, were so pissed. Those at, women at us hated personally, us. like at each of absolutely us that, each of the dozens of us that chose to get off of this plane were their like absolute hit list. Like they, she was like having to go in and manually uncheck that we were on the plane, and then when we'd get back on, we had to like you know, show them our ticket again. So as you and I are just, we're the the two that are up and I hear somebody say like, flight blah, blah, blah is closed. And I was like, closed? Are they closing the plane? Like, is the flight going to take off? And I was like, should, I, should we not get out? Should we go back in? And she goes, well, you're always taking a risk when you get off the plane. And Literally, like, like half the flight me. had gotten off too. And the pilot was like, leave your stuff. Yeah. Leave <laughs> <He> whatever. <laughs> so, I will wait for you personally. <laughs> so we are like, okay. I get, we, they haven't said anything about like come back. And like there were a bunch of us that got off. So I'm like high as a kite yeah. too. I'm like. Uh-oh. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Sure. And we get we get some snacks, get back on the plane, and they're like, well, uh, due to wind shear patterns Thank God coming we into- got those snacks, though. Thank God. Well, and we had seen- Wind shear. That was the word. The wind shear. It was like, I guess that's like the, I think it's like the direction or the angle that mm-hmm. the wind comes in. Um, there was some winter storm that was, boy, the news was talking about it. They were really trying to get us hyped for this winter storm. They had a sweetheart deal with the local water bottlers because they were like I'm so sick of Big Dasani and pulling too. this shit. So our parents were planning to leave the next day, and we, they were like, "You could, you know, if if everything goes bad, you can just stay here." Like, because we at, at some point there was there were I think three and a half hours worth of delays, four hours worth of delays. Yes. So you and I, I think we were we, we were, were riding it like, we were like like gentled cows yeah. at this point. I like, know. I, I honestly was like, they should offer these to people as they get on a plane. They absolutely would have way less frustration with customers. I think everyone would be the better for it. Mm -hmm. Mm Because this woman next to us was acting like she personally was the only one affected. (laughs) And I was like, I was, I have to get to Atlanta. Laughing about her energy. Because I was like, okay, (laughs) what are we going to do? At this point, this is, it nearly got planes, trains, and automobiles because they're telling me there's this winter storm coming. I'm thinking if I don't get out of Greenville today, I won't get out for a week. I have one pair of pants with me. I can't work from this Marriott with my family in a one room shack. No, week. not gonna work. Not gonna do it. Um, and so I was like, we gotta get. To so Atlanta we're like by trying, hook or by crook. Yeah. So they're like, well, they're like, um, they had been like, you know, if you've missed your connecting flight, like we're gonna talk to Southwest about rebooking you, whatever. We get an email while we're sitting on this plane, still waiting to take off for Atlanta, and they they're like, we've gassed everything up. We've they, we've gotten the tentative go ahead. We're just gonna go ahead and get the the thing gassed up so that when the runway's ready. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been so much teasing. Then they're fun- we get a, a, an email that's like, you've been rebooked from Atlanta to Austin tomorrow morning at 9. And we were like, but how are we getting to Atlanta? Yeah. And eventually it becomes clear, this plane is not going to take us to Atlanta tonight. <laughs> so I do wonder what happened. I do too. So Because they did call while we were on the in the Uber that when they were like, did you get off the plane for good? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, girl. I think they were trying to see if they could take off good. without us. But um, have you ever had that? Like, hey, can we leave without you? No, it was, it was it's so crazy. weird. And then they said, we, you said we, um, was there, is there someone else in your party? And I was like, yeah, Molly Sherman. And they were like, okay, we'll check her out too. And I'm like, I, I could have just lied about my worst enemy being on that plane. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Anyways, we, um, so Molly was like, we're going to get it. We're going to get a 
rental car. Rental car. She's, like, in full action mode, and I'm very, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm tired. Let's just go back to Mom and Dad's hotel. I bet this will all look better when we've had a little bit of rest. You were the wise one on that. And I think that's, like, the one major life lesson from Dad that I will always take with me is, like, everything will look a little bit better if you had a little bit of rest. Yeah. Like, when I would be, like, burning the midnight oil, he was, like, I bet your project will look a little better if you maybe wake up at five after having a little rest yeah. and work for the two hours before school instead of staying up for another two hours right now. And I was like, okay. Anyway, so Molly's like trying to book a rental car, trying to book a hotel in Atlanta. It's like 930 at night. Yeah. And it says it'll take two and a half hours. So we're like, we'll get there at midnight. Well, and we had to get there before midnight because that was when the last... Delta 8 head shop was open because we were like, look, we're out of them. I packed conservatively. Yes. Um, And I'm not going to get through this, bestie. No, I'm not. So we're not going to pull off and then you were like, let's. Let's not do this because all well, these like obstacles were presented. Yes, themselves. it was like, so we had goofy. To go to like rear to yeah, get the car. It wasn't at that airport. Whole time, Lindsay, I didn't realize that I had booked the hotel for like a week from now. Okay, what is that? Hotel things do that sometimes. They'll like book it out two weeks out. Like, yeah, like you're you're not surely not booking this for tonight, right? So okay, maybe that's what it was. And so it thought probably thought that you were like talking about a coming dumbass. in a few weeks. No, and so we no. could have gotten to Atlanta and not had a hotel to stay in. That would have yeah. been really something, but. So we, um, and meanwhile, we're like talking to our mom <laughs> on the phone and I'm like hearing like loud noises in the background. They're like out having dinner and then having drinks with our aunts and uncles. Yeah. And, um, so I like, I'm like, Oh God, it sounds so much better where they are. <laughs> you know, just like, they're like in a nice cozy, oh, warm place. Yeah. And it's like, ugh. and so anyways, we find that there is a Delta eight shop. In Greenville. In Greenville on the way back to the airport. Yeah. On the way back to the hotel. And the slowest Uber driver. She was like, I could drive you to Atlanta. And we were like, we thought about it for a minute. It would have been like $200. Her playlist was the goofiest shit I have ever. Like, no one actively listens to to any of this music. Yeah. I I don't know. I was shocked. It was was a lot of, uh, what's his face? Your boy, Candelabra. Oh, Liberace. There was some Liberace. My boy. (laughs) Your boy. My boy. (laughs) So, um, yeah, she was driving so slow. And we were like, okay, we have, we need you to stop at this Delta 8. This, like, basically this head shop. And we called this place. We're like, hey, I know it says y'all close at 10. If we get there at, like, 10 on the dot, would you be able to let us in? The guy's like, yeah, we probably will still have somebody here. You know, whatever. I thought he meant, like, another employee will probably, probably still be here. So it's like, it's a long shot, but we're going to see. This is the one shining traveling mercy yeah. in our entire trip. So we, God gave us one traveling mercy. We could the, Google Maps could not figure out what this place was. It was yeah. like in the Bermuda Triangle of Greenville directions. Like ex- directly next to Howard Jones. Yeah. Or is that Bob Jones? Bob Jones University. Yes, yeah. yeah. So we get into this place. At, we get there at like 10.06. And we're like knocking on the doors. We're like, please, please, please let us in. And... There's like a customer in there talking at the register, and then like these two other guys, and one of them comes and lets us in. We're like, he's like, hey, can we all the ones that called? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, how can I help you? And we were like, do you have any Delta Eight gummies? And he was like, yeah, I got Delta Nine, I got Delta Ten, I got flour, I got gummies, I got tinctures. What do you want? We were like, oh my god, I've nearly Just gave Delta him a hug. Gummies. He was so he could not have been nicer. He yeah. was like, no, totally happy to help. And I'm like. You don't understand. Oh it has been a day. Yeah. Oh, I remembered another gruesome detail we forgot to mention. While we were on the plane, Parker calls me. Um, but Marigold's, my youngest, was school was closed because uh, one of the toddlers tested positive for COVID. And thank God, Parker, this phone call happened while we were still high on the gummy on the plane. He was like, okay, don't panic. She's She feels totally fine. But Marigold just tested positive for COVID. And you and I just looked at each other and we're like, of course she did. And we, course laughed. She did. we laughed. We immediately. laughed about it. Like, we're like, yep, that's yeah, about that, right. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That, yep. Uh-huh. I knew that somehow. <laughs> so uh, he was like, me and me and Teg both tested negative. We're fine. Whatever. I ended up getting it this week, too, because of course I did. But anyways. Right. So, yeah. Um, then what happened? Well, and, oh yeah. So we rebooked our flight for with mom and dad. Yeah, thank God, thank God. And that was yeah. Nice. You got straight through to Southwest. I like was trying to. You I, like, were, you the were number. like, I'll handle it in the morning. And I was like, You're gonna be able to sleep tonight, not knowing when you're getting I home. I don't know what I was on, honestly, thinking like that. But I was like, I just really need like a minute to rest. Yeah, um, I can't. I do called that. Southwest, and I like left a um, 
callback number and you just called and got straight through and they were like and they let you rebook me which was so nice yeah surprising they were actually so chill the next day too because our flight from we, we flew with our parents our flight from greenville to houston got there a few minutes early mm-hmm. and so there was another flight that would have gotten us to Austin leaving much quicker. Leaving, like, in 10 minutes. So we, like, ran across the airport, and I was like, this is a long shot. Oh, my God. We got there, and they were like, this flight's, like, 25% full. Come on in. Yeah. So we got home, like, three hours earlier than we thought, which was... Oh, what a blessing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, what a blessing. I was so tired. I think we had slept, like, five hours each night. We were... Because... One yeah. thing about our family is we're going to be talking. Oh, my God. Until the bitter end. <laughs> Until, like, 1 and o'clock also, in the morning. you and I were, like... <laughs> like yeah, yeah, we were, like, I don't care if it's on a laptop in front of my own father. We're going to watch this week's and Just Like That. Because I deserve it, damn it. And I'm so glad we did. I am, too. The deceptive editing to make it seem <laughs> that, like, Che and Miranda were going to have a blow-up. Can you believe this? They, the, I can't believe they ended the season with like, yeah, they this seem like, great. Everything is totally working out just fine for I've these two. I've been texting my friend Megan about the show, and she has been like completely neutral to positive about Che. This not even not necessarily about Che, but like about their relationship. She's like, wow. oh no, I think Che was being honest. And this entire time, I'm like, you're on glue, girl. Like, <laughs> how can this be so? Am I not watching the same show? Well, guess who was wrong? Che is Me. A lamb in wolf's clothing, or whatever, or sheep in wolf's clothing. The, the wolf way in sheep's clothing, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She show. by Sheree. <laughs> oh no. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> you were so stressed out. You just kept yelling animals and clothing. Ooh, I got there eventually. It happened. God bless the broken road to let me straight to that. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know what I also missed on the flight back? This was another one where I was like. You're gilding the lily god. <laughs> was like, we were like finally about to board oh. home, and you and I are standing there, and this is how like I think a, co- a combo of things has happened. One, I was exhausted and like I, my like walls were down, but two, Nicole and I were discussing that I I think that people are actually really weird right now. They're like, so weird. I I was like I don't know if I'm misremembering people or like or if people are acting weird, and Nicole's like it's kind of a combo loco, but. People People are weird. This woman, okay, this woman was probably, what, 4'10", 85 pounds soaking wet. Right. Teeny tiniest little woman. Old woman. Pulling her little suitcase. And we're standing at the gate minding our business. I'm holding 20 ounces of Dunkies. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) With whipped cream on top. Yum. The darkest circles you have (laughs) ever seen under a pair of human's eyes. Yeah. It's clearly not a good time. Right. So, um... She's like making small talk, like, "Hey, are y'all are y'all going to California?" And we were like, "No, Austin, Texas." And she's like, "Oh, well, I was here visiting my sister. She's trying to get me to move here." And I was like, "Oh, sweet, old ladies and their sisters, right? You know, whatever." Right, right, like, right. Oh, that's that's great. Are you are you gonna do it? And she was like, "I don't know. I mean, all these liberals in California, right. am I right?" And we were like, it's like, "Very strange thing to say to strangers." You just assume. Um, well, and like kind of a wild assumption yeah it was very weird also i'm like we just said we were going to austin first of all that's where we live chance of being right about that you really want to risk it right but i think she was like well why would they be in greenville south carolina if they're liberals it's like they they really think that well anyways so then she goes we had i had this uh, another sister and we just buried her and i was like oh i'm so sorry and she was like no it's good because she had a lot of mental illness and i was like oh i didn't even what? catch that and she, she just did a light eugenics yeah <laughs> exactly and then she goes um but you know i know that i'll get to see her again someday because of jesus do you know where you're going to go when you die? Oh, you know what? Between that, we were like, oh, well, that's great, of course. That's really and, sweet. you know, we just buried our grandfather. Right. At that point, she should have 
dropped it. Right. But she was like, no, I've already did the setup. Let me do the punchline now. Right. And so she goes like, do you know where you're going when you die? Or she said, do you know for sure do you know if for you're, sure going you're going to, to heaven, heaven when, when you, you die? die? And I just said, yeah, because uh, I you believe everyone's like, going to heaven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely no and question. She, but again, should have ended there. Should have given herself the out. And then she goes, but how do you know? Yeah. She goes, and but based on what do you know that? Um, and I just, what do you have some special knowledge? I don't have. I honestly just was like, I, there was probably a time in my life where I, I would have, um, probably tried to have like the, like straight A student answer, like, right. the, you know, well, because of blah, 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 you know, and then be like, okay, so you can leave me alone now. But this time I was like, I don't have to do this actually. Yeah. Um, so I just was like, I don't want to get into this and just walked away. And yeah. I felt so powerful. <laughs> I was like, I never, like, <laughs> it was like a mic drop. Like you say felt like what you, were, you want. <laughs> <laughs> you were sitting there like bad bitch, bad bitch. <laughs> and then immediately, immediately got around and like, find out. Oh man. Yeah. It was like you reaping, you sewing. <laughs> so um, five minutes later when the plane is boarding, <laughs> Also, not a full flight, like a quarter full. Me, my whole family is boarding before me. I am literally, I literally tell you, dead last boarding this plane. And With you know who was penultimate? That woman. She was right in front of me. It was just the two I of like us. I walked she past you, and you, like, you know, you can't see any mouths move because everyone's wearing a mask. But, yeah. like, you were like, Polly, Polly. And I heard you, but I was like, what do you want me to do about it? So I just, like, kind of glanced at your feet and then kept walking. I felt so alone. I, you it was in like, that moment. Coward. <laughs> I, but this woman kind of, like, like looked like she was going to try to look over her shoulder at me. And I, like, very pointedly had an AirPod on at her. And I was like, I will not be discussing this with you today. We need to drop it. We need to we drop it. We will not be discussing it, Glenda. Let it go. So that was something. But, like, the thing about that is like I feel like I maybe used to would have been better about knowing that that kind of thing was coming but now I'm like well I don't know people want to talk to people we all need connection and totally and we've just been you know seeing a bunch of old family relatives that we hadn't seen in a while so it's kind of like right but like I think god it has to have been at least 10 years since someone's really gone for it with street evangelism I to, to me I hated it Oh, it's disgusting. It's violating. It is so It's like, gross. you want me to get into, like, a, like a deeply philosophical and like, metaphysical conversation with you? I don't think so. I don't I know don't, you like that. No. No. That's like, so weird. Um, so, oh, boy. Yeah. So then um, we got home. Uh, two days later, me and Tig test positive for COVID. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, she does it after she's been to school on Monday. So I had to notify the school and they had to send their little letter home to everybody saying like, we've not, we've got one more positive COVID case today. We've notified everyone who was a Guess who's contact. diseased. And I also had to text all the girls from Girl Scouts the day before because we had just, and I was oh like, God. I didn't know. And all the mom, they couldn't have been nicer about it. They right. were like, oh, thanks for letting me know. But I was like, oh my God. It's oh like having to wear God. the naughty dress. It really is. <laughs> so I was at home with my kids all week last week. Um, and then there was an ice event on Thursday and Friday. Yeah, the girls tried to make a sequel happen. That was sort of like a, that was a nice taper, I guess, on the shitstorm that was Mercret for me. Do you know something? Astrology is so real, and let me tell you why. First because of all, Mercret is a hellscape. A hellscape, but I also, like, literally on the new moon was like, oh, okay, I feel better now. Like, not all the way, so weird. but yeah. like... When was the new moon? Uh, Tuesday. <laughs> Monday, maybe it was Monday. Oh, um, I started to feel much worse then. Oh, well. But you know, uh, I, I, should I tell you that I iced my chest for like a day? No. I was like, my nervous system was still oh, the nerv- so oh. amped through the roof. Well, speak of that, I had a panic attack on Saturday night. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Um, it was so weird. It was so weird. Um, I haven't had one in probably five years at this point. I think, I think that's right. Um, Did you pass out? I didn't pass out. Okay. Like, after the first one that I've had, I've known that what it is, so Mm -hmm. I can, like, name it and, like, talk to myself and be like, you're having a panic attack, so that I don't black out. But this time, I was, like, very much about to. Um, I was, like, laying in bed on Saturday night. It's, like, midnight. I hear Marigold start fussing. And so I'm like, oh, let me go to her room and help. And I, like, as soon as I stand up, like 
feel weird. Like it was like, it was like this like crushing dread feeling. Oh wow! It's not like a like it's not like I'm not thinking of anything dreadful. Right. It's just like my body is in fight or flight mode. So I go check on her, and she's like. I want you to change me. She's got like a full diaper or whatever. So I'm like, okay. And I'm standing at her changing table and like, I can feel my body like weakening and like everything tightening. And so I like, I'm like, Parker, Parker, like yelling. Oh my God. I'm like yelling as loud as I could trying to get him on the monitor. And thankfully, I mean like Marigold's, so so big now that like even girl. if she like fell off of the yeah changing table she'd probably be okay or you know she could yell and go get Parker or whatever but I so I like it feels like sort of like your arms are like losing their ability to move so I like finished changing her and then I like beelined it for the chair and so she and I sit down together and I like rock her and I'm like able to breathe while holding her sitting in the chair I'm sure that actually probably helped holding her I think it did yeah but then so then I was still kind of like a little wired on the way back to bed and I was like oh my god Parker I just had a panic attack and he's like oh my god I didn't hear you the monitor was off oh no so this is the crazy thing I'm like how did I hear her then fussing if the monitor was off I guess my fight or flight must have been already on edge for me to be able to hear her from down the hall so anyways it was a really oh my god it was so stressful and then um yeah we've it's just been like Oh, <laughs> and then the thing that made me text you and mom, I think mom was like, she was like, it's, it's going to be okay. You know, you've got, th- you know, things are good. You're, you've got like a good life. You're, you know, and I was like, I understand I have a good life, but I'm so effing mad. Oh, I, know. I was with the girls in Tig's room. I saw that happening. And I was like, mom. No, this is not the time. Don't, don't at least it's her not, right And I now. saw you text me privately something goofy, and I was like, thank you. You know, <laughs> you know that I just need something stupid to you take just my need mind to off let, it. let everybody bitch completely commiserate and then send a meme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I was playing with the girls in Tig's room. They're, like, dancing around doing Kanto. And then Tig just, like, hap- she's trying to grab the, little, like, hanging cord from her lamp thing and instead grabs the curtains and yanks, and the whole curtain rod just... 10 feet wide comes down of course and I was like yeah of course that left like huge holes in the walls (laughs) I was like okay yep that's about right and I was like I am I'm done I'm actually so done and then I was like texting Parker about it and he was like oh I would be there and just like I would come out right now but I'm like putting out a fire at work and um and so he comes down like a few minutes later and I'm like sat the girls down getting their ready for their their lunch I'm like washing knives because they needed to be washed and like crying and Parker's like you get to sleep in as late as you want on Saturday and Sunday okay I was like okay thank you I slept until 1130 on Saturday oh my god me too dude it was so good and then I slept till 1030 on Sunday but man dude yeah I I just had random bouts of crying mm. afterwards because I was like, I just, I was so stressed. It was a lot of stress. A I, that's lot I'm of like, stress. After naming all of that, I'm like, I wonder why I had a panic attack. Like, right. I've just been <laughs> sort of living in this, you know, like, yeah. phase. Beware. Yeah. <laughs> you should be scared. I'm not going to tell you what. Yeah. Yeah. Very that. That's really, yeah. And then last night I couldn't fall asleep until two. Oh, no. Not for any, like, I wasn't, like, my brain wasn't racing or anything. I was just sort of like, well, well all right, then. I started reading this book called A Certain Hunger. Oh, I, let me know how that okay, is. So, I... The book talk girls are screaming. Okay, that's, I had seen it at Larkin Owl in Georgetown, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, that looks interesting, but I've got too many books, whatever. And then Rose Domu mentioned it on Like a Virgin and said it was her favorite book of 2021. So, I was like, oh, interesting. So, I thought I was getting the audiobook on Libby, but it was actually, like, a Kindle version. I was mm-hmm. like, well, shit, I don't want this. But, like, maybe I'll just, like, check it out while I'm laying in bed. And I start reading a little bit of it on, like, Sunday morning before I get out of bed. And I was like, oh, this is really, really interestingly written. Like, I like the the voice of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it already, like, hooked me in. So when I'm trying to get myself to go to sleep last night, I'm like, let me pull that up. And, like, I'll just read that on the Kindle app. No, it's, like, very graphically a murder scene, like, 15 min- pages oh, into the no. book. And I was like, well, I better not read that anymore. God. So that's why I was like, let me just, like, go find some goofy things on Twitter, and I'll screenshot them and send them to Molly in the morning. <laughs> and they were good. And, they were, and that's on, what is it, mushroom, cream and mushroom soup. That shirt? Yeah, that shirt. That's on cream and mushroom soup. I want to know 
who gave him that? I don't know. It's very funny, though. It's very funny. Very silly shirt. Man, so all this to say, I guess we've sort of just kind of been through it yeah. this week. <laughs> really in a sea of troubles. And oh, God. And you know what? Bobbing up and down. One more complaint in the people are weird thing. Yeah. I went to Better Half. I met Anna and mm-hmm. Nicole yesterday. Never brunch. been there. I've heard that place is great. Delicious. Perhaps some of the uh, worst in a strange way service that I have had okay. in my entire life. I felt that I stayed inside for two years and I came out <laughs> and now the city is Brooklyn. Um, oh no. Yeah, everyone there had like a cute curly bang and a big wide Kim Possible pant. Oh my and, god. But like the servers were like um, just straight up rude. Like, just, like, hated you and did not want to hide it, even a little bit. Oh, no! Like, I, they didn't bring my coffee out, and so I was like, oh, hey. This is way down south, right? Uh, yeah, it's, like, West Six. Oh, never mind. They I didn't know what I'm thinking of. They bring my south. coffee out, and I was like, oh, um, I had coffee with this order, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's inside. And so I went to the bar, and sure enough, there's, like, my coffee on top of a receipt with my name, and so I grab it, and the person working the bar goes, uh, we bring that out to you. Are you sure that's your drink? And I was like, yeah, this is my Christian name. Yeah. And so I go back out there and like, they just, you know, they brought over like a breakfast sando for Nicole and they're like with an impossible patty. And she was like, oh no, I don't, I want a very possible patty. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The server just like glared at her, picked up the other one. And then just, like, put the real meat one back down. <laughs> Nicole and I played FMK <laughs> afterwards, and the FMK was Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> the <laughs> the staff at Better Half in cold shoulder tops. Mm. Well, it's going to be killed You made a more moral choice than Nicole and I did. We married him <laughs> for the money. He's um, not the, he's, girl, he's not rich anymore. He owes so many people so much money. I Well, I can't be in a polycule with a bunch of bullies. Yeah. And I can't, I guess I should marry the a bully cold, cold shoulder top. <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta think about these things. It's very silly. Anyway. I, I don't want to hurt any feelings if anyone knows anyone there, but at but the same time, I think that you guys are just chode supremes. That and was sort of the deal with the Southwest. Like, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. Like, yes. You guys work out your policies and just inform me of what they are, okay. but I can't have mommy and daddy both right. telling me different things. This Kramer versus Kramer bullshit is <laughs> it's not at it. It's I'm not working. <laughs> I will say also with Southwest is that... Um, I got to, they have a, a nice little bank of movies that you can watch on your phone. I watched In the Heights. Yeah. Uh, I think because my expectations were basement level. Uh, I need to watch it. I had a pretty good time yeah, with I've it. Yeah, I heard it's really cute. Yeah. I mean, it didn't win Tony's for no reason. The the music is very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I mean, Lin-Manuel Miranda is a weird little freak, but he is a good songwriter. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> pernicious little turd. <laughs> oh, God. Just, Oh, but he's a good songwriter. He's a good songwriter. Encanto goes, I feel. Yeah. (laughs) He absolutely goes. Hmm. There's something about him that just feels narc behavior to me. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it'll be like a... There will be sort of a RuPaul fracking level scandal about him. I'm waiting for it. As you know. Not anything. Like, I don't think it'll be anything like... The RuPaul Weinstein thing type is deal, but it'll be like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I remember that RuPaul made his money fracking. It's very funny. You have to laugh at that. <laughs> Frankly, if it wasn't going to be him and be someone else. <laughs> exactly. And one thing RuPaul says is, "I'm going to get my money. I deserve my own coin." Yes. I guess we should talk about yeah. Golden Age a little bit. I don't have a lot to say. We'll just go real quick about it. The cast, babe, is stacked. Babe. Honey, Christine Baranski? Christine Baranski. Christine Baranski. Played, uh, her sister is played by Cynthia Nixon. I have a question. Is Cynthia Nixon a good actor? Uh, no, I fear. Okay. Certainly not in this film. I or genuinely this show. cannot tell because she was in a few things that were you know like, I think, she's, I think she's good in As Miranda. For the most I part. I think she was good as Miranda. Was. That's, that's exactly right. I can't she tell was. if it's the writing or... No, it's her, too. Yeah. Because in Just Like That, she is There's absolute, a hysterical nature 
it's it's humiliating. It's very yeah. I it's turning me into a misogynist, frankly. Just like stop talking like, are we, about Che are we in this like way. That? Or, no, no, I'm no. kidding. But like, but like, it's it's very like teenagery. It's like, hey, who wrote this? Um, someone who hates women, right? Like exactly. Yeah, a self hating woman. I feel. Yeah, it's but it's like a straight up. Yeah, it's a caricature. It is wild performance. It's it's embarrassing. To and witness. she brought a little bit of that to this, where there's uh, just overacting a hair, or like five yes, hairs. Yes, but she's also doing a bit of a simple Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Do you yes, feel a babe in the woods type deal? Yes. Like Ada is very kind of guileless in a way that great it's, word. You know, kind great of word. not becoming i feel so the, well remind me what um so chrissy like 1880s right uh it is set in yeah 1880s yeah so this is in old new york mm-hmm. um so we have christine baranski playing mrs van ryan mm-hmm. and her sister ada mm-hmm. they live together in like the old new york yeah. kind of digs yeah and their brother who sort of blew the family fortune died and his daughter finds out that they're not rich at all yeah she has like no prospects so she and like this is the thing about this time Mm -hmm. if you are from a moneyed family a you have no job skills but b if you do decide to take work because you don't have any money Mm -hmm. congrats you've lost your social standing yeah so like the the cage with the door wide open for them like truly insane like they were like we can't we can't work. Right. Like, at any point, you could just choose to just work. Right. Like, right. you're going to say goodbye to a certain friend set, but then you'll be better off. Exactly. Well, that's what has to happen in House of Mirth. Um, Edith Wharton's uh, Lily Bart. She, like, runs out of money. It's a very, very similar story to this, actually. Ooh, I feel like they must have taken some inspiration. But, um, yeah, she finds out after her parents die that she's, like, basically got nothing and goes to live with an aunt. And then... Eventually, she ends up having to take haberdashery work, and it's like, it ruins her entire reputation. Oh, you know? wow. Well, that and a couple of other misunderstandings. But anyways. Yeah. Um, so that girl, Louisa, sorry, uh, Marion, their niece, mm-hmm. is Louisa Jacobson, which is Meryl Streep's youngest daughter. I forgot that the entire time. Yeah. She definitely looks like her sisters and her mother, I feel. There's I a very to, strong family yeah, resemblance. I'm going to have to, like, go back and look. She yeah. just didn't make a big impression Do on me. Do you know Meryl Streep has four children? No. I mean... Are they all girls? Three girls and a boy. Oldest is a boy. Okay. What a chic. I'm like, damn... That is really she. Meryl, when did you a find the time? kids for her? Like, when did you find them? I mean, and also, she and her husband are, like, still happily married. Well, yeah, I'm like, go like on. pretty low drama. I think so, too. Yeah. Despite being, you know, very good at... Dramatic arts. Right. Um, But she's one of those people where it's like, you know, I don't know anything scandalous about her. No, I think she just sort of, like, hangs out with her family and loves her kids and her husband and stuff. That's I have heard on, like, Dumois or something that she's, like, quite a prodigious drinker. But, you know. Oh. Oh, cool. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually pretty tight. It's like, I feel like I've heard that about um, Patricia Clarkson as well, right? That she's, like, a party girl. Oh, I hope so. Well, she's from New Orleans. Yeah. So I hope so. Um, Louisa Jacobson, your age. Okay. Like yeah. just a month younger than you. Yeah, that checks out. Um, wow. Man. She's the youngest. So there's Henry, Mamie, Grace, and oh yeah, Mark Ronson is married to Grace Gummer, I believe. Oh. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that feels... The Ronsons and the Streep Very family. Hollywood royalty. Yeah. Very cool that, I find. Very cool that. Um, um, so, but she meets, what is her friend's name at the train station? Uh, Peggy. Yes. Um, she, like, loses her bags and, like, Peggy pays her way onto the train yeah, to get to New York like, to stay with her at aunt. the train station. Yeah, something like that. And um, she goes up to the house and, like, asks her aunts to help pay Peggy. And then because it's raining, they let her stay the night. Yeah. Um, this whole time I'm like clenched expecting a racism. <laughs> like, I was like, oh no, 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 no. I was like, oh no, white, no, 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 no. White girlies, let's not do this today. But then in some ways I'm kind of like, is Julian Fellows under the misapprehension that because the North fought against slavery that they weren't racist because... Is he American? He's British. Okay, see, yeah, they might not quite understand But I think that. even a lot of Northerners are like, we were on the good side. And I'm like, 
A lot of Sorkin types. Yeah, you guys also were not super very kind yeah, or chill to not black off people the hook either. At you know, all. I'm completely I mean, yes, aware of the existence of Boston. I'll have you know, right? Like you may not have been doing a slavery thing, but you were also not particularly welcoming to black people either. Right, you right, know? right. Yeah, it's they're one of those classes cases of like, oh, I see. You think this has nothing to do with you? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But. Uh, I, I hope but that's instead, not the case. I'm sort no. of anticipating more of just like a patronizing yes. moment because these women are so deeply classist. It feels yes. like uh, rather than addressing that, they'll take on racism as an easier pet cause. Yes, um, absolutely. Not and that it's easy at all, but like, yeah, you get what I'm saying? They don't, um, it seems like the, I can see the criticism perhaps yeah. being made about Mrs. Van Ryan is like, yeah, she probably fashions herself as a progressive. Right. But, like, won't even make room for right. a different kind of rich person in her exactly. life. You know? Exactly. And, like, yeah, had had she not, like, um, had Peggy been not someone who was, like, obviously useful to her, yeah. would she have been this kind? Exactly. Like, Peggy is um, a really good writer, and so she, and she's, like, trying to become a writer. And so, um Agnes is like, well, you know what? I, I actually need someone to, like, help me with my correspondence. Like, do you want to just kind of, like, move in here and do that for me? Mm-hmm. Sweet gig. Because Pretty sweet gig. Because she didn't really want to go be with her family. Yes. In New York. And so her, she was kind of... Um, mother... Audra McDonald. Audra McDonald. Hell yeah, dude. Absolutely luminous. I look forward to spending more time with you on this Hello. show. Um, um, yeah, there's also... Okay, so across the street from them are moving in... Uh, why, why can't I never... The Russells. Bertha, the Russells. Bertha and George Russell. But why can't I ever remember the actress's oh, name? Oh, Carrie Coon. Carrie Coon. And then the Mrs. Mr. Rebecca Hall. Yeah, Morgan um, Spector. Morgan Spector. A lucky man. But she's a lucky woman, too. That's a beautiful that's a, couple. That's a good-looking man. <laughs> beautiful um, couple. Um, yeah. They are George and Bertha Russell, who are very, very, very rich, but new money. Yes. And so... He's like a um, like a railway magnate. Yes. So they're, they're definitely, like, driving home the point that, like, nouveau riche people are, like, too over the top with their money. But I'm like, bitch, you should be. Right. This house is incredible. What I'm saying is, like... <laughs> she's having fun. Like... If if I maybe this makes me gauche, but like looking at both of those interiors, I was like, oh, I definitely prefer the Russell's house. Oh my god, the Russell's house is—I mean, it's it's very like Biltmore House, like it's huge, and there's a bunch of rooms that you would never use, like a huge ballroom and stuff. But it's like, shit, yeah, I want that house. Yeah, absolutely, the, 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 I do. Have a Corbet painting? Was that what it yes. was? Yes. Yeah. Like this house is gorgeous. Oh my god, they spent so much money making this show. I just know it. The, uh, yeah. Like, I that saw some, lobster like. like meal set up that they yes. had. Yes. Did mm-hmm. you see Carrie Coon's little like five minute thing? Yes. Yeah. Where she's like, this is a reproduction, like narrating all these like different, very, very detailed things. Like has she done audiobooks? She has an amazing she voice. Oh my God. She so should. She's married to, I always forget. Tracy Letts. Tracy Letts. I was just talking about him with Nicole very today. Very cool couple, I feel. Yeah. Uh, he's old. He is very old. But she knows but what very, she's doing. Very cool guy. Yeah, he seems sweet. Um, so they have two kids. Uh, they have, uh, is it, what is his name? Oh, Larry. <laughs> Larry Russell. He just graduated from Harvard. And then their daughter, Gladys, played by Thaisa Farmiga. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is Thaisa Formiga a good actor? Uh, no, no. I also feel she's a bit of a nepotist. But, yes. Um, Vera is great. Vera is really good. Yeah. Magnetic, a, one would a say. A face that is a most pleasing to most us. Most pleasing face to me. Again, we do need to do an episode that is just ten faces that are most pleasing <laughs> to us. We should do that for like the 200th episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Let's go just absolutely wild. Break them old. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um... Their son Larry meets a bunch of boys, a bunch of just kicking around, uh-huh. playing some t- tag football or whatever or out whatever. at some house in Connecticut. One and of which is Oscar. Yes, and I which don't is, think they give his last name at that moment, or do they? They, I don't know if they do, but you find out he's Oscar Van Ryn. Yeah, so he is Agnes's son. Yes, I think they do because they mentioned that their their houses are across the street from each other. Oh, right, right, right. So they kind of like hit it off, and Oscar seems like he's interested in. Uh, Gladys, when he meets her, Thaisa Farmiga. Oh, but the yeah. episode ends with us finding that he has a lover. He who does is have a lover. Male. Oh, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, "This is HBO." I haven't seen boobies. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen like a like the secret gay films, romance. When you wonder if there's going to be boobies. boobies, and then 
boom, boobs, boobies. Was that Dennis? No, it's Tracy, it Tracy? on okay, 30 Rock. When he's like doing his uh, Oscar, I'm inspired by the Ford films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's wearing that like beret. Oh, I loved that whole hard to watch storyline. So um, yeah, I, there was like, there was no profanity. There was no boobs. There was no like uh, period yeah. gay romance. And then in the last 30 seconds, they were like, girl this is hbo <laughs> we have a little something because the whole time i was like wow this is great but this is very boring and yeah not compelling television to See, the average the viewer downton abbey is that it is kind of boring but it's like very it's you get kind of like it gets you in like the it's little tinder hooks in you and yeah. you're kind of like i'm i'm invested in this yeah it's very goofy it's kind it's of like nice soap to have opera a, a low simmer yeah you know where it's exactly. like okay like yeah. i'm hooked enough but it's not a mile a minute yeah yeah and like sometimes when i when i'm trying to remember how things happen on that shit on on downton i'm like oh yeah and then there was that murder trial and it's no like, i knew it was gonna do this <laughs> oh, to no. us well, listener, that was yet again our um, outro music playing in our audio. Yeah, to let loud, us know to wrap it up. Loud trap remix of Kate Bush. <laughs> Woo! It's such a it's like a splash of cold water to the face. <laughs> it is. It's like, girl, wake up. Yep. You're Here we go. Rambling. Whatever and you're saying, you know it's probably not that good. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we're gonna watch uh, Nightmare Alley, which is on HBO. Yes. Or Hulu. Uh, it's on it's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Um, I just watched it this last weekend, and you've seen it in theaters. I've seen it. Did you know that they're showing it at Alamo in black and white? Interesting. I don't know what sort of... But why, girl? It comes in color. <laughs> like, it was very haunting. That. That's another one we could save for Halloween time, but hmm. since it's top of mind... Well, you... I'm you, not sure You I brought it down with love, again. and I don't think we've talked about that yet. Yeah, but well, I'm down to watch it. Um, I, yeah, we've never discussed it. I've only seen it once. I recall it being kind of cute. I, you know what? If I were to guess, I'd say probably a 6.2 on IMDb. Am I, I bet, wrong? I bet, but you, it's weird. But that's like, the sweet spot I've sometimes. seen two or three people who I trust on Twitter recently talking about it, and I'm like, that's so weird. Is something in the water? Like, what are we, Let's watch Down with Love. Yeah, it feels right, because it'll be Valentine's Day. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. right, right. And right. also, I think we can all agree that you and McGregor... We can. He's a short king. He yeah, is we like, love him. Uh, no, maybe I'm thinking of James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Like I think five, he seven. is also shorter. Yeah. I recently started watching Moulin Rouge, also while high. Yeah. A choice. I was just maybe talking about one. with Craig um, how funny it is to me that they decided to take a Patti LaBelle song from the 70s. Yeah. About uh, a sex worker in yeah. New Orleans. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, this is, I don't know this will work like let's just slap it onto this movie yeah very weird very weird but you know but and also iconic i have to tell you you know as i've said getting a little high makes me sort of have a very weird relationship to camp like i have a hard (laughs) you have to look it in the eye (laughs) and i was struggling (laughs) like freedom beauty truth and love like knowing what i do know about how boys lived at that time i'm like the who right who was this yeah me and who that is not christian and satine i don't think so that was but when you know when you're completely sober and 15 years old and in 2001 it's like Mm -hmm. holy shit that's my personality now yeah well that and rent both based on la bohem Mm -hmm. did that thing for like suburban teenagers that they're like you know what's glamorous poverty (laughs) <laughs> absolutely and at the time I was like that's so true bestie yeah, yeah. and also you know what else is glamorous desperate love yeah fall apart yeah <laughs> you know? and you get a little bit older and you're like actually having yeah. a stand mixer and a sort of stable marriage <laughs> totally pretty yes. good watching Moulin Rouge I was like Whitney and I spent all of summer 2002 watching we probably watched it I don't know, 25 times that summer like mm-hmm. all the time there was one night that we were painting my bedroom and we finished it and then just rewound it and watched it again i do remember literally every other weekend it would be like whitney's coming over and we're watching watching we loved that and we like lived for it it. and that and center stage yes oh my god and um 10 things i hate about you yes was also very we we were very into heath ledger and knight's tale we loved knight's tale which i still contend is a great movie. Oh, it is. So we covered it. It's yeah. fantastic. Very entertaining, that. Um, but yeah, we watched Moulin Rouge so many times, and I'm watching this the other day, I was like, what was going on in my mind 20 years ago that I was like, 
this is love. Now this, this is love. I don't know. Those there was two something, had barely met. They there made was something eye contact. Going on. There, the chemistry. Well, I there. think that it it hits for a pubescent brain because you yes. are also not talking to your crush. Right. Maybe You're that's just doing it. like unbelievable amounts of projection all day long. Totally. Yeah. And I'm like, this is following a scene where there's a mistaken identity sort of a situation. So it's like, Nicole, you don't even know. Like, he's falling in love with you, but after you were, like, pretending to bump and grind on him, it was a very weird sort of a situation. It's a stressful movie, frankly. It is very stressful. And I also sent you a picture of Audrey from it. Mm-hmm. And it was still on my phone. You were like, whatever this is, I don't, I don't want it. <laughs> it was still on my phone, and I was like, take it lately, Marigold will go, can I look at baby on your phone? Because she wants to see pictures of herself on my phone. And so I was showing them pictures, and I was like scrolling back through my, my pictures, and Tig saw that one, and she was like, that's really scary. What is that? And I was like, oh, let me delete that. Oh, it was mommy's favorite movie. <laughs> From when I was a teen. Anyway, before you know it, you'll be into some weird freak shit we'll have to make fun of. Exactly. Quietly. Yep, because we were all young and stupid at one time. Yep. But Moulin Rouge is still very entertaining, I think, in the right mindset. Just yep. maybe not when I was high. <laughs> um, doesn't always hit the right way. Doesn't hit the right I thought it would, and it didn't. It didn't do that. Um, anyways, next week, Down With Love. That's on HBO Max. Renee Zellweger, a Texas girl. Okay. And Ewan McGregor. Fantastic. A Scottish boy. We love You'd love it. to see it. All right, y'all. Uh, watch it or don't, but join us next week. Bye. Bye.